from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. The second chamber. In the passage, Pierce felt Nikos freeze at the sound. For a moment, they stood motionless, listening, trying to understand what had happened. Hello, and welcome to For Christ's Sake. My name is Hugh. I'm joined by my co-host across the pond, uh, Mr. Hunter Sawyer Hello. of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. formerly of New York City, formerly of Richmond, Virginia. That's me. And uh, we are feeling our way through Michael Crichton's third published effort, Easy Go. Mm. Just as the explorers we are following are feeling their way down dark passages and falling from the ceiling and breaking their ankles. Mm. I got some toast and tea, you've got some cheese, its and water. Some Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its floating in water. That's what I said. Yep, yep. And uh, easy go. Easy go, fella. Easy go, fuck easy yourself. Easy go. Easy go. All right. I reckon they could have averted the fall that Barnaby has um, at the end of the last chapter and the start of this one. If uh, Nikos or Pierce had the foresight to say, easy go, fella. Easy go. Instead, we, we got a Barnaby cloud ahead. We got a scratch one team member. Exactly. Yeah, Barnaby plowed ahead. Uh, he, but, he burst uh, through uh, the door. Odds on him recovery. You know, it looks pretty good. It's a pretty minor injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, for the moment, he's Jurassic parked on the ground <laughs> with his ankle broken. There, uh, there certainly is. You're like yet. a lump on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, let's, anyway, full disclosure. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's go back. Let's go back into the timeline and see how this. Uh... <laughs> let's see how they're going with this great tomb robbery. <laughs> mm. So what's happening? So it turns out the uh, the door at the end of the passageway. Um, opened up into another room at about ceiling level as opposed to ground level. So uh, Barnaby plummeted 20 feet and to the ground and knocked himself unconscious. Yeah. There's a little bit of vomiting. Yep. Yeah, Nikos like rouses him. Um, Barnaby vomits all over himself. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Um, he hasn't broken any bones, but he's dislocated his ankle, they believe. We don't know that yet. They believe. They believe. 
So they uh, get him out of there. They bring him back to camp. Uh-huh. And uh, Lisa's like, you need to get this man to... The hospital. <laughs> what? The hospital. That's Lisa's <laughs> accent. <laughs> I think she... Is she supposed to be American or, or British? She's foreign to me. That's what all foreigners sound like. Hospital. So because she's a because she's a girl, she's naturally uh, nurturing and knows what to do in case of injury. Um, the men are like, "He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> he'll, he'll tough it out." And she's like, "No, no, he must go to the hospital." So you gotta watch her. There's a doctor there. Ankle's broken. He has to go to Cairo. So that's that's their primary archaeologist out of commission. Yeah. And what happens next? Uh, they continue working on this other room. They, there's a part of this I kind of enjoyed reading. It's probably my favorite part of any of the four chapters that we covered on uh, this particular session. I enjoyed this too. Like whenever Conway comes back into the narrative, it's more enjoyable. Yeah, he's definitely the most fun character. Yeah. Uh, Everyone else is kind of like boring. There's no, yeah. there's not much vivid characterization. He's the only one who has the most uh, sort of interesting personality of all of yeah. them. Uh, and this is expressed in his, uh, <laughs> which I, I can only assume were episodes drawn from uh, Crichton's own wife. But um, while they're doing the work of trying to investigate where the uh, next um, passage is uh, in the room they uncovered, uh, he talks at length about the uh, women that he dated in France. Mm-hmm. And there's several amusing uh, anecdotes that I thought were pretty funny. <laughs> I don't do we do we need to read about it or, or is it is it okay? Um, no, I think we should preserve some pleasure for the listener I mean, who wants yeah, to uh, read here. these books for themselves. But suffice to say, it, it provides. Let's say this book is a desert. Uh, Conway's uh, witty dialogue provides an oasis in the middle of this desert. I think, mm. I think we can agree. Um, but then we go to a topic that I certainly did not give a shit about, and yet dominates a lot of this uh, chapter, which is um, <laughs> uh, him trying to go to Pierce into admitting that he, if he wants to, you know, bump buglies with old Lisa there. And uh, I just don't give a shit. I don't know. Um, I just enjoyed. I enjoyed the Conway yeah. part of the exchange. Yeah. And he's pretty like well written like, too. You know, he's just like ribbing. Um, Pierce. Just, just give it, give it them some shit, which is always amusing, you know. Um, <laughs> I did like the part. Um, <laughs> there's one particular exchange that I thought was that was I thought was pretty good. Uh, maybe we could act it out if you if you feel up to it. Mm, let's do or it. Some uh, let's let's let it slipping the the Crichtons of War. a chance to kiss the bride before you whiz off for the honeymoon. Now it's a good place for the honeymoon. Did you think of that? Lord Grover's villa on Capri. Pierce said, irritated at the way Conway was prolonging the conversation. That's the boy. That's a great idea. He frowned. But what will you do afterward? You can't bump, keep bumming around Europe and... I don't bum around Europe. Get off my ass. You know who you're talking to. You're talking to an experienced bum spotter. I bum around Europe. 
Pierre said dutifully. Yeah, I thought that was that's 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 pretty amusing. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah, I highlighted the bum spot a bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of clever. If it was in a movie, I would, I would maybe like chuckle a little bit. Mm. Uh, so nothing really happens. No, no. If, if it was in a movie today, it would be you're talking to an experienced bum spotter, and then Pierce would have said, "That's not a thing." He's like, "Yeah, that's a thing." No, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd argue about it for like twenty minutes. Okay. Uh, can we should we continue? Yeah. So what else happens in this chapter? I don't think anything does. <laughs> There's an extremely prolonged uh, sequence between Lisa and uh, Pierce. I, mean, I guess Nikos also comes up and is like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, uh, Pierce, you gonna put put that bitch out of her misery or what?" And uh, Pierce is like, "What are you talking about?" And then he and Lisa have a bit of a testy dialogue exchange, which I thought was pretty <laughs> interpretable to not enjoy. Um, yeah, so so um, Conway and uh, Nikos leave Pierce and um, Lisa alone in the camp so they can sort one another out and stop annoying them. Because we didn't mention this before, but Conway says that all Lisa talks about in, in the camp is mm. uh, Pierce. And then uh, Nico says the same thing. And Nico says the same thing, yeah. They're sick of it. They're like, yeah, they want they want him to to, to smash. So Seal the deal. Stop talking about him. Yeah. Um, and yet they just argue, and that's it. Close the gap. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? Close the gap. You're too. Uh, you're you're laughing too much at your own dumb joke. For me to understand it. Um, so they have a bit of a dialogue, uh, which I did. I, did, I, I was out of joy. I did not enjoy it. Let's let's enact it all. No. <laughs> um, but basically, it is them still being at each other's throats. There's been no resolution. Yeah, nothing really no, happens. No, no sleeping together. No relationship development. I'm sure that it'll stay that way for the rest of the book. Obviously. Although one 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 thing I wanted to point out is, um, like her her whole thing about. You shouldn't be stealing stuff. What are you doing? Like, why are I'm you like trying to convince them now? Like, you've yeah. agreed to come on this mission you, in the you, first you, place. You, you, they've been at it for like months at this point. You barely know this dude, really. And she's like, "Oh, you shouldn't wonder, be stealing things." I wonder it's if hard. there's. I wonder if there's because it's suggested that she's up to something earlier yeah. in the book. So maybe this is just more of like her, you know, not uh, revealed plot. You know, maybe, maybe, hopefully. Let's give uh, Crichton the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll continue to give him the benefit of the doubt. And uh, next episode on For Christ's Sake, thanks for joining this week. Uh, ah, blah, 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 blah. Thanks for uh, joining us this week, guys. Uh, we love you and uh, we respect all of you. You're the Lisa to our peers. The Travis to our McElroy. Goodbye. Wait, the Travis to whatever his wife's name is. Oh, I don't know that. Sydney. No, that's the... The other brother's wife. They probably swap every so often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, whenever Very they go to West Virginia, they you know they put all the keys in the <laughs> in the bowl and USB keys because they're nerds. Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes you know they get the wife's keys, but sometimes they get you know, each other's keys. And oh boy! <laughs> all right, goodbye. <laughs>
on phone.